Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, Ducks! Wow! This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh, off the upright and good. He kissed it in. On the Odyssey app and 1080. All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I, I don't lie to you guys, baby. The fan. <laughs> oh my God! If you could, if the listeners only could have heard this. Uh, this a uh, commercial break in this studio because it started off as a uh, Nuggets thing and I don't know I guess we can just do this now because it turned from praising the Nuggets to uh, us talking about Portland's future real quick yes let's go yeah. who cares so, right. about the Nuggets all right so how, how this <laughs> all cares? began how all this began was I I teased and said and by the way hour number two sports Sunday Rashad Joe Jordan Schultz across the glass thanks for being in on this Memorial Day Sunday and uh yeah, we're talking about the Nuggets, and I tell Rashad, hey, I'm happy for the Nuggets, man. Like, I got some of my close friends are big Nuggets fans. I've watched a lot of their games over the years, and they've slowly but surely gotten better over the years. They went from just missing the eight seed to finally getting that eight seed to them being a four five seed to they've gone and climbed up those ranks, and now here they are finally in the NBA Finals. Kind of seems like, uh, you know, it's like – Good, like deservingly so. Jamal Murray back from his injury. This team, I feel like, deserves to be there. I'm happy for him. First time ever being in the NBA Finals. And then Rashad goes and takes a dump in my cereal. No, it's not what I did. It, you did. I it's disagree. lying right here. I have I a nice disagree. bowl, tasty Fruit Loops right in front of me. There's a big turd right Number in the one, middle of it. Fruit are disgusting anyway, so <laughs> that's that. But no, I'm, it's not that I'm not happy for the Nuggets. I'm happy for anybody that's able to get there for the first time. That's awesome. You know, that's a Jokic has been so much better than any of us could have ever thought. Jamal Murray, the Canadian, so much better than any of us could have ever imagined he would be. So, of course, I'm happy for the Nuggets. As a Blazer fan, am I happy for a team from my division that's doing well and they've been kind of a, you know, somebody that hasn't ever really been able to leapfrog Portland, but am I happy for them to get to the finals? Am I happy for the Thunder to be building a a, a good young squad that looks like it's going to be able to be kind of you know be able to flourish over the next few years uh, am i happy that phoenix is having this run right now no it all makes me frustrated and to know that we are still 
kind of floundering at this point. Now, mind you, you're floundering so bad to where you were able to get the third overall pick in the draft. So that's number one. And unless you're going to trade that pick, which I'm hoping to God you trade this pick to be able to put something around Damian Lillard. But if you're going to go younger, and if you're going to go get some, I think it's just we, we – Dame is the only thing, only bargaining chip that the Blazers would have at this point that would get them more talent. Like, that's – that's it. Like Shaden Sharp, I love. I absolutely love Shaden Sharp. I think he had a hell of a. Did Anthony Simons die? Did it? I mean, did twenty Portland po- fans don't respect Simons? Did twenty two like, points just well, disappear? Man, Port- I'm, I'm sorry. People that watch Portland, uh, people that watch Simons play every week, don't ha- have a problem with him. So why we don't covet Simons? So why would another franchise uh, who doesn't well, watch him do. play? I do. I covet points and I covet twenty three years of age. People have been so close. You talk about taking a crap in somebody's cereal. We've been crapping on Simons all year, and he's done nothing but really just get better. You shoot a lot? Absolutely, he does. I, I don't think it's about that. Just quickly, I'll let you get on with your argument, Rishal. But I just, Anthony Simons is somebody that we know as a fan base that there are assets that the Blazers have to let go, and Ant is at the top of that list. So honestly, I think it more speaks to his talent and the fact that people are forgetting about Anthony Simons lately. It's just because. As a fan base, we've kind of accepted that he is going to be gone. I think that's kind of at least where my mind's at. Maybe I'm wrong. And I don't know. I don't know if we've been such a talented franchise so we can just let go of great players. Like, every time we let go of a good good player, he turns into an amazing player somewhere else. Maybe we give him time as his third year as a starter to figure it out. Or let's just go ahead and let him go and let him go be Jermaine O'Neal somewhere else. So Let's go. Let's, Let's do that. But we're running out of time, guys. That's we're running kind of the problem. Out. We got three, four years tops of Dame elite basketball left, right? We can't really just run it back after what we just saw this last year. And it's clear that in today's day and age that you can't win without having a dude that is a 6'8", 3-and-D star. You can't win when you have Drew Eubanks out there and Yusuf Nurkic caring about basketball 50% of this season. Somebody asked me two days ago, Joe, why are the Celtics able to have so much success with such a small team? And I said, do the Portland Trailblazers have a 6'9", 6'8", guy in Jeremy Grant who scores 32 a game? And they're like, oh, no, I, I, I guess not. Nope. nope. Like, and then why. even their guys down low, Grant and Robert Williams, I mean, not the biggest dudes in the world, but at least they are strong and finish strong and – play defense and go up for blo- like you're not going to get you aren't going to get that from this Blazers team as is and you're not getting it from Nurk I feel like it's just to me what you do with this team is you take that third pick you take Simons you take probably Nas and you take your however many second round picks all 50 of them that you have clear that draft protection take the next four first rounders as well you throw in a 27 first round pick whatever but you just had the best year of Dame's career where dude's dropping 70 points in one game, 60 in another. How about you go and find someone that can give you 30 points alongside of Dame rather than saying, hey, dude, go score a 70 because we ain't have anybody else that can help you out here. I don't know. Crazy thought. It, and it sounds it sounds awesome. I'm a Blazer fan, though. That's not how it works here. That's not how it's ever worked here. So, I mean, like, but we've never outside had of, Damian Lillard outside here. of 2000 when they've made it almost to the finals that almost year. That's not how it works. Well, we've never that's, had a guy, a player like and, Damian and Lillard. And we've had that, him for, act- ten, for 11, 12 years now. That's not how it works. It's not, yeah. it's never been how it works. We're, if we were, if we were another city, per- perhaps, potentially, but I'm sorry. Maybe at this point, I'm just jaded. You know, maybe I, maybe I've seen too much or haven't seen enough at that point. But either way, Damian Lillard, I feel like we've, we've wasted his talent. 
we've done a good job of wasting this talent here for the last few years. This has we've been, been begging for another star to play here with Dame for years. Begging for I don't think it's years. a matter of us begging. It's a matter of Neil O'Shea no, saying, no, the, literally the, handicapping this franchise the have for been the last... Begging. We have been begging for another star I get to play it. with Dame. And it's because... Since, since LaMarcus. We've been begging for it for the last 30 years. But again, when you have a dude in the front office who thinks that his ideas are the best in the room and wants to see them play out over five years after we yell from the mountaintops that it doesn't work, and he says, nope, it's not my fault. It's who, the coach's fault. Who would still be the GM if it weren't for all of those issues with, like, you know, insubordinate comments and, like, treating his staff badly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, bro, like, that guy had us so hamstrung from his dumb decisions and what he thought was right and well, having too much, wasn't great. how much to have pride and ego that he had to make changes that need to be made. Stepped on my shoes. I never liked it. <laughs> this has essentially been the kick the can down the road franchise. And the Blazers are now to the point where it's not just going to be one guy. We were talking about this on primetime earlier this week, and I said my fandom is hanging by a thread with the Portland Trail Blazers simply because of those three to four years that we have left in Dame's prime as Blazers fans. And the fact that they hired another first-time head coach and Chauncey Billups essentially repeating what they did with Mo Cheeks after firing Mike Dunleavy, you know, the same thing they're doing with Terry Stotts after 2019-2020, that they're just handing a rookie the keys and Chauncey Billups to try and get an NBA championship in Portland. You're essentially forced now. You you can't just acquire one guy if you're Joe Cronin. I mean, the, the Joel Embiid things have been thrown out there. That would be awesome. I don't really think he's necessarily physical enough to get the Blazers over the top, but you would have to pair an Embiid with a Pascal Siakam. Then you need another bench player because, like you mentioned, Joe, Drew Eubanks is one physical piece, but he ain't the Williams coming off the bench for the Celtics being bangers down low. There's so much more physicality, especially in the playoffs, that you need as an NBA team that the Blazers just don't have. So you've got to look at either acquiring Embiid and Siakam or a Mikhail Bridges and DeAndre Ayton and two bench guys. You yep. are so far away yep. from being an elite team as the Blazers. Well, I think we talked about it last uh, week, and we'll go out on this, is that yeah, Pascal Siakam by himself doesn't get me going. Like, this needs to be an offseason where it's Portland lays their chips on the table and shows people, like, we're not effing around. This is the culmination of Dame's career we're talking about. 10, 11 seasons, and we know the clock is ticking. We know we only have three to four years, maybe, of prime Dame left. So... Let's go for it. Like, whatever, man. Like, F it. What, I don't care if we're Portland. Like, Joe Cronin, he's got to have that mentality. And the guys in the front office, and they got to tell Jody, like, listen, this is something that we got to do for three, four years, and then you can do whatever the hell you want with this franchise after that. But this is to compete with Dame, what we have. We got to go for it right now. Because this is a, this is a window, for quite frankly, that is a little open for us. But if we don't do something with it, it's going to be shut and we're going to be the like the Thunder were for the last five years, if not more. And that's going to be the bottom of the division, bottom of the conference, getting those top picks, but trying to build a team. And I've heard Sprague say this before, and I'm going to repeat him. Portland, you're not built for that life. Portland's not built for that life of 15, 20, 25 win seasons. I'm telling you. If you want to tank, blow it up, go for it. Sebastian, tell for anybody, we're not built. But I say you go for it with Dame over these next four or five years because he's given you his whole life, career to this city, and Jeremy Grant's swing. great. Take a swing, man. Got to. You have it's to. It's hard to watch Dallas get Kyrie. I mean, did it work? No. But damn it, they took a swing. They tried. They wanted to just, like, all I want Portland to do is just try. 
get that guy here to play with Damian Lillard. And if you're not going to do that, let's let's just move let's move on. Let's just try again. I know we got to get up to break, you guys, but but we, we're talking about trying and kicking the can down the road. I remember Joe Cronin after the deadline said, "Hey, I did try to acquire that big piece." So, do you think that he was in the conversation trying to get KD? You know that the Suns ultimately ended up getting from the Nets for three first round picks and a couple of players. I mean, when you hear that GM comment, it's like, okay, so you were in on Kyrie or or KD or D'Angelo Russell, which D'Angelo wouldn't have even made sense, but. I didn't hear you were in on those big names. I didn't. I didn't hear us in any of those conversations. That's crazy. You know, I just and this is the tough thing about building a team is that how many players have we heard over the just like the last two seasons where Blazer fans, even myself, have been like, "Dude, I don't care. Go get him." Like we are star famished here. That listen, desperation can get you in some trouble. So I think Joe Cronin's got to play that line of desperately trying to get Dame that star, but also not overselling for. Someone who's just kind of a meh and doesn't, like, gives you two extra wins, three wins. Like, again, it's going to be a tough act to balance. And we are just, uh, what is it, June 22nd is when our NBA draft is. So that makes, what, one, two, three weeks there? Just about three and a half weeks until we find out what's going to happen. Not with just uh, the Blazers, but the rest of the NBA. Should be fun. All right, uh, up against the clock. We'll get back to it here on Sports Sunday. Next segment on 10 the Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. America, right, Rashad? This is America, man. America, man. Gotta love it. <sighs> All right. Uh, got some more draft stuff for you here. Let's hear it. So uh, Brandon Miller is basketball player out of Alabama who came into the limelight over the last few months because he was an accessory or allegedly an accessory to murder in Alabama. His friend went and uh, shot a woman, killed her, and he was linked to it by 
being told to bring the gun to the scene of the murder. Allegedly um, a dumbass. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly all that. Well, uh, reports say that uh, the way that he has been approaching the draft process is rubbing some co- uh, teams the wrong way. Brandon Miller, he's met with several teams. And during those interviews, Miller was unwilling to answer questions about his pending legal situation. I'm reading this from realgm.com. Great website, by the way. Miller provided the teams he met with a document from his lawyers. He stated that document explains everything those teams need to know and that he wouldn't be talking about it further. That approach has left teams frustrated. ESPN's Jonathan Givney said that the Hornets and the Blazers, holders of the second and third picks in the draft, still have questions that need to be answered. Um, yeah, as I mentioned, was present at the site of a murder of a woman, allegedly drove the gun to her. So Brandon Miller, uh, not on to the right foot as far as the draft process goes. <laughs> I'm just thinking of as soon as they start the questioning process and asking him, he just hands them a manila envelope and just says like, ah, ah, ah. Everything you need to know is in there. Don't worry about it. No more questions need to be asked. Just read what's in there, and we're, we're all good. good. We're good. Oh, okay, Mr. Miller. Yeah, uh, we get it. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. What is, like, come on. Do you have his lawyer with him uh, <laughs> present at the interviews? Whispering in his ear. Yeah. Plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a legal proceeding, dude. Yeah. My so... lawyer says I shouldn't answer that. God, dude. I am just... And then this led to, in the commercial break, Rashad and I talking about teams drafting guys with, um, you know, checkered pass, whether that be, like, domestic abuse or murder. Quintel Woods you know. comes it, to mind. But, and I said to Rashad also, I was like, you would think that I'd never watched, I've never watched sports my entire life, but it would be great if, like, just one team ever, like, came out against a player in the pre-draft process and, like, like, adamantly said they would never consider them like imagine if Michael Jordan and I know he's selling the team but if he came out and said that like Brandon Miller wasn't even on their draft board and he's like no I don't you know just came out it's like I don't want to be I don't want a player that has been allegedly associated with a crime like that a part of the Charlotte Hornets imagine that would do for a team like again call me crazy as if you know NFL, NBA, MLB teams kind of, you know, look the other way when it comes to trying to win games. But this the whole Brandon Miller situation is very, very weird. And, I mean, is he still, like, is there still a chance that he could get charged? I don't even know. Like, is it done and over with? I I don't know. Um, it's like, what a... What a mess. Like, again, it's just like, I'm the Blazers. Like, dude, I do not, like, want to deal with this at all. Yeah, but, I mean... He's really talented, and so <laughs> Damn it, Rashad. And I know that's the, have that's you the, seen his jumper though? And that's the messed up part. Like if you can run a four three forty, and you're a great edge rusher or a, an amazing receiver or a great, you know, you got a wicked jump shot. Like, I mean, a lot of stuff will get overlooked, and it's it's really it's unfortunate, incredibly unfortunate. But yeah, Brandon Miller will more than likely, unless he's charged, you know, prior to um, prior to the draft. He's going to be he, picked. He's not going to be. Yeah, he's going to be picked. He's going to be one of the first 14 guys taken off the board. Uh, you know, like teams are thinking about these coaches, the GMs, they're thinking about next year and being able to have a job next year. So if you've got a talented guy, Amani Bates is going to be drafted this year too. Oh, I mean, at some point. Yeah. Man, yeah. But hoping <laughs> no. that these issues don't come up in the future is a terrible way to manage a franchise. And well, that too many end up doing it. Well, because guess what? John Morant. 
we had no idea that this is what he was on when he was getting drafted. Such a good kid, such a, you know, clean cut and all this type of stuff. Like, we didn't know anything about what Ja was on. And then he got to the league and was like, oh, okay. So I got a little bit more on this uh, Brandon Miller. Um, so, yeah, apparently uh, Jonathan Givney, he was on the Adrian Wojnarowski podcast, which you should probably listen to because Woj goes into the number three pick a little bit more there, uh, talking about how the Blazers want to trade it for a pretty elite player, Ooh. was oh, the quote. He, he actually speaks the truth. Yes, yes. Um but yeah, Givney said that uh, Charlotte and Portland had questions that need to be answered. Miller went into his interviews at the NBA Combine and told them, teams, I can't talk about the specific stuff on the case. I can't do the play-by-play of what happened that night. Here's a legal document that my lawyers have prepared. It explains everything you need to know. I'm willing to talk about any other topic, but not that. Yeah, and Thank that you just, for coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. That should be the response. Shake we hands, can't draft I don't want. I don't care about anything else. Yep. I don't care about anything There's else. Dumb. I've got enough tape on you to know what you do well. I saw you at the draft combine, so I understand what you can do well. That's not my concern right now. So if you're going to hand me this dossier of things that I need, no thank you. Thank you so much for coming. All right. I, I know what I want to talk about in this next segment because the NBA has to be – this is a very, very precarious situation the NBA is in right now. Because you have one of the faces of your league in a weird situation with guns, and you have one of the up-and-coming faces of your league potentially coming into the league with an issue with not just guns, but murder. And this is, I, I want to talk about the John Morant situation, because I feel like the majority of people, and I we'll see in time, I feel like the majority of people out there are underestimating how hard the league is going to come down on Jaw with this suspension. So I want to talk about that as we uh, finish up the second hour here. But first, Jordan Schultz with a Sports Center update. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Well, um, push it to the limit. What is going on? I, the snare. I need the snare. There it is. Um, I was saying to uh, Rashad in here that why can't John Morant, John Morant just uh, follow James Harden's footsteps and listen to Lil Baby? You don't see James Harden waving guns around. He just goes to fashion shows in Paris with Lil Baby and hangs out with him in Houston strip clubs and doesn't wave guns around. Have you been to a uh, Houston strip club? I have not. I have not. I've not had the pleasure. Hey, listen, man. I can imagine it's so Vegas experience. is awesome. And this, is, this is this is what this is what you know. People don't really understand this part, and not even so much in Vegas. I'm gonna ask ChatGPT a question so, about uh, Houston strip clubs. Give me a second. The strip club down south is the club. 
the way we would go to say that a, okay so a the white strip, owl the strip club like the way we would go to it. white owl or something like that to go hang out that's the, the that's, that's the, the club. club the music oh. the girls like the strippers in a lot of cases are the probably the last thing that you're that you're there for well, because it's not just men in the uh, the Atlanta and Houston well, Lou, strip clubs. It's Lou went flooded the, with women that came there to kick it. The Lou food, went for the lemon pepper wings. He got in trouble. He he risked his, his NBA career to go for some wings. Listen, man, and I've said this before. If you ever get a chance to go down south, like again, the 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 conception, the misconception is you're going to the strip club for luck. No, like the strip club is the it's bar. A club. It's, it's a the party. Club. It's the it's it's got the, naked ladies. You know, man. it's. And that's really all. And mind you, they don't even get naked. There anyways. They don't even get naked all the way there. In you know? Houston? No, they don't. See, that? so that's not even really a strip club. But, that's uh, a but you got to watch them dancers, bro. That's what you're well, going. You're going right. to watch real dancers do real stuff. I'm not talking about these Portland strip clubs. With, uh, I with, love these Portland strip cinema. clubs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about and them. Give some steak bites all day. But also, no, you talk about no, steak no, bites, just, scratch mm. that. Scratch a steak bite. How would you like to have uh, like 12-ounce steak uh, maybe a lobster tail, some f- a few shrimp, and a and a baked potato for about fourteen just bucks. Just give me the naked ladies. I don't need the food along with it. You thanks. Want the f- that's why Lou Williams went there. He didn't go for the naked ladies. He went there. <laughs> he <laughs> went Williams there for the food. For the that's food. a real thing. Like it's the only place that uh, Southern strip clubs are the only place to where you're actually going for the food. I, it. I do going to get stuff to go. All did, right. uh, so really quick, did you hear the uh, Denver strippers called John Morant a boy? I, I, I found that to be hilarious. Oh, the owners of the, yeah, the boy was real nice. No, 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 the, the strippers that he was hanging at, not the owner, the strippers said. And, well, and he's the, got and, a 12-year-old chest. He's, and he looks, I mean, dude, he's like five, yeah. what, nine? Yeah, well, they were a just, buck 20 soaking wet, it They were like. just saying the way that he was acting, waving his gum around, he's not acting like a grown-up man, he is acting like a boy that a has, boy, yeah. you know, like a little boy, like that has not grown up yet. So. All right, so let's see what uh, our AI overlords have to say about Houston strip clubs. I, I just asked, why are Houston strip clubs so special? Like, pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, says they're known for having a vibrant adult entertainment industry uh, because of legal regulations, more lenient regulations compared to some other cities, all allowing a greater number of clubs to operate and providing more variety for patrons, diversity, um, attracting dancers from various backgrounds. That means black girls. The diversity enhances and the Mexican range of girls. performers and experiences available in strip clubs. Um, entertainment quality. They say it's high quality. Talented, elaborate stage shows, themed events, top-notch facilities down there. Absolutely. Um, economic influence, Houston's thriving economy, and the presence of major industries such as oil and gas contribute to a robust in- entertainment scene, including strip clubs that cater to a diverse clientele. So it all comes full, full and, and circle. Here's, right? And here's another thing. The and, oil industry, it all leads back to the strip clubs, okay? And, and Joe, you're a music guy, and you're really, you're a DJ, and so, you know, down south, if you want to break a I'm a, a DJ song, like Souk was an NFL player, okay? <laughs> you were in the league. You got you got paid for it, right? You got hey, paid. You got paid. You that got, makes you got a professional. A that makes you a professional. So, I mean, uh, but the one thing about those places is we just talked about Lil Baby, right? Yeah. That's where you break first. If you get a song that, that pops in the strip club, then all of a sudden, like, that song gets picked up by everybody else. Then it goes, it doesn't go from the radio to the clubs it goes from the club it's a cultural the movement there yeah, that is so not the way the that way. it goes here no it's not at all and so like there's there's something special like i said about man georgia atlanta or excuse me georgia uh, texas florida as far as their 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 strip club they're a different different environment and if you're a strip club guy here from the northwest go i just need to get to the south 
in some capacity because I feel like I think while it like is it. the while it is the U.S., it is a completely like it's a whole different, different country. country. <laughs> it's a whole different place, bro. Like, get me to Alabama or Louisiana for like a week and just have me saying like, "Wait, what?" for the entire time. There's, you know, there's some great things. I got a chance to see. Um, you do what now? I got a chance to actually go to my uh, godfather lives in Baton Rouge, so I went to uh, LSU's campus. It makes Oregon look small. Dude, I hear their library is sick. Oh, wait, it, no, they spend all that money on the athletic. No, uh, oh, no, because Death facilities. Valley is impressive. <laughs> like, I got a chance to take go inside of the stadium and, like, looking around, like, my God. This oh, place I'm sure. is phenomenal, you there, know? So there are certain <laughs> places down south that are just awesome. There is a good side-by-side photo of LSU's library versus their newest uh, football facilities, and it's, like, waterlogged ceiling boards about to fall out mm-hmm. like in the library and then but we have a slide when's in the, the football when, facility. when's the last time they packed out death valley for a for a science fair we're here for the math you know. leech uh library championship here yeah, LSU. And, the, and the library is barely full because no one cares uh, well you'd wonder what the u.s would look like if we actually did do that if we sold out 70,000 80,000 stadiums for our mathletes. We wouldn't be last in everything. What a world. What we a world be last we would in everything be if that were. Uh yeah, we're supposed to talk about John Morant there and I guess we can kind of finish up the did. show in the last thing. But uh, basically what I've I feel like I've been hearing a lot of 20 to 30 games for Jaw. Like, uh, you'll get about like 20 to 30 games and I'm like I, I don't, think I don't know what I, if someone's been lacing my stuff lately cuz I'm like, bro, they, the league has to give him I don't know if has to, but I feel like they got to can him for the year. Like, you are coming off of, I mean, quite frankly, your NBA is on the rise. It's had a great last few years, and this just kind of brings you back down a few years to when it just tarnishes the this image is- of the league. And you've been seeing the NBA players and, like, the Players Association coming out like, all right, John. Now you're effing with my money. This is the league's money, the advertising money, which is the almighty dollar. Like you, again, Adam Silver is like, you don't want to do this again. I'm gonna make sure you're not gonna do this again because we're giving you the whole season. But then again, that could just be recipe for disaster. Like you're gonna give John Morant the whole season suspension. <laughs> Try and yeah. keep that dude from doing anything. No, bad. and this is the first time. This is really Adam Silver's first like player related incident that he's had to deal with. Right, like since he's been commissioner, this is really the first time he's had to deal with a player that's been like arrested. Like he's there, like yeah. There's nothing that comes to my head. No, as... the only thing I can think of that Adam Silver's had to deal with since he's been commissioner was Donald Sterling. Yeah, and he acted quick with that whole Donald Sterling thing. Did so for right Ja, because he didn't really break any laws outside of the beating up the 15 year old or 16 year old yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't know if he's gonna get anything more than I think he should get. I like heard he was 50. twelve. Yeah, <laughs> 12 right. years hey, old. He's a kid. Kids in high school and you fighting them. Like, come on, bro. We tripping. But I mean, I, I honestly don't think he's gonna get any more than about thirty games. Which is which is weird. You made this point. I... Dylan Brooks, no way you're coming back here. Like you talk too much. Yeah. John ja Morant uh, under any circumstances. Uh, under any circumstances, back. what they said. John ja Morant, <laughs> ah, you're suspended from don't just don't come back to the facility for the rest of the year. We'll yeah. talk later. <laughs> don't cut. Yeah, you're suspended from all team activities in the off season. So I know you weren't probably going to come into the team facility anyway for the next two months. But just to make extra yeah, sure, <laughs> we're going to make sure you don't come. So that's just that's that we talked about. You know the precedent that the NBA or that sports set as far as like here's a guy that's going to probably be dra- get drafted and he gave somebody a gun. You know to and that gun eventually allegedly went on to murder someone yeah like so this is 
Adam Silver has a very precarious, and honestly, I feel like if I'm Adam Silver, like, you made me look stupid. Like, I met with you. You told me that you were good. You weren't going to, like, I'm going to rehabilitate. Like, you didn't lie to all the fans. Like, you lied to my face, and now you have me looking stupid, too. Like, if you're Adam Silver, can you actually allow, what's what's my man, uh, the uh, gun from Alabama? I'm sorry. Uh, Brandon Miller. Yeah. You actually allow him to get drafted? If you're Adam Silver, like I can't do it. Like they can draft you afterwards, they can do something, but I I can't I can't do this right it's now. It's tough. I mean, it's it's a tough act to balance. Your gun was responsible for somebody else's murder. Whether you, now it's like, man, so you, how do we know you didn't do it all the way? I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like it sounds weird. I, I guess I know already know the answer to this, but I, I think it would kind of set a new precedent. It's like why can't Adam Silver with maybe not guys already in the league, but. 18, 19, 20-year-olds that are coming into the league, hey, if there is a story about you being around a gun or with a gun or at a club, like, in a, in a, an altercation, like, these don't... These are egotistical, like, face-offs essentially happening. It is what usually... I mean, you go back to listen to the Aaron Hernandez thing. He shot somebody because somebody bumped into him and spilled his drink. Yep. You know, I, I mean, there's really no major issue happening. It's small things that turn into big things here. And, and, the, we, and, and, I, and, and they should never be allowed in the NBA if that happens. If Adam Silver ever sees that, it's like, hey, great example, I, point to it. If you do this, good luck. Go play in and I China, Russia, or somewhere else. I think that could be, I don't know if we have to break, I think that could be like a dangerous precedent only because, I hear you. only because like, it's it's legal to carry. And most states, to carry, you know, and yeah, so, and so it's just one of the, and if you ask a lot of these dudes that come from these really kind of effed up situations, like I'm not leaving without my gun. Like, and somebody that, man, you have a name, you've, you've, uh, you've accomplished something athletically or whatever, probably have some type of money coming in. Like there are certain neighborhoods that you just can't walk around willy nilly. Like I just, I, I, I mean, Rashad. I can't do that. So, I mean, so I think it's a dangerous precedent. However, was that gun responsible for somebody's murder? Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. We can't have nothing to do with you until this case has been cleared. By then, put your Amani Bates, man, all that stuff happened. Went to college. Now he's probably going to be drafted late first round and uh, into the second. All that type of stuff. You can still play in the league, but right now, until we get the stuff figured out, man, we I got I got to take a pass on you. Yeah, it's. Um, I think that's fair by the NBA to say, man, you've got too much. You couldn't even answer questions in interviews. Baggage. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, you're going to have to wait until this is all figured out. So there was, um, I was wondering if there was, like, a uh, statue of limitations for Adam Silver. Like, you did this while you were in college. I don't care. It happened while you were in the draft process, mm -hmm. your freshman, whatever, this year leading up to it. So it looks bad on the league. Bam. First 20 games, you ain't playing. First that's 25. All, every game you play, that's what people are going to be talking about. Yep. They're going to talk about, man, and they're always going to mention, man, in 2023, Man, he was in, involved in a gun. It's always going to be a part of your headline. No matter what you do, you win the MVP. And in 2003, before he was drafted, had a gun-related incident where someone was murdered. That's always yep. going to be a part of the story. Yep. And I also like how you said that uh, John Morant uh, beat up the 15, 16-year-old because I feel like it just keeps getting younger as time goes on. Like, next year, we're going to say, like, dude, and then John Bro. Morant assaulted that baby. Doesn't like, you know he was, like, weirder? three, you know I think. You know sounds weirder? God. He, he, you know what sounds weirder? He beat up a high school kid. It is very, yeah. Yeah, it's just he beat like, up a high school kid. A multimillionaire. When you're the like, size of a high school kid, you know, you got you to pick your battles. Yeah, so. come on now. All right, last segment. Let's wrap up the Sports Sunday and send you on to your second Saturday of this Memorial Day weekend next on Sports Sunday.
You're listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, well, I hate all of you. You two, the text line, no one gave me any suggestions for what the hell to do today with my son. I gave you the oh, Family that, Fun Center that right, he already <laughs> named it Bullwinkles. No, he, I, I yeah. totally tried to help. That's true, you did. Okay. You're a jerk. Well, Jordan, you get the you get an okay. Take your kid to the peony fields down in Salem. I don't know. To hell with you, brother. Uh, yeah, Newburgh is uh, it's a conundrum because it's there's a lot of good stuff for like adults. Like got a lot of good food places, plenty of places to drink. Um, have you gone to the Air Museum, the aviation with with the uh, water park attached to it down in McMinnville? Not too far from you. Yeah, it's been a minute, minute but that place. See, this is the problem is I'm trying to do something on a Sunday on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> ah, and, I'm, and I'm trying to like act Take as to a if brewery. I'm trying to act hey. as if like nothing's going to like be absolutely packed. Like, oh, yeah, I could go there. I'm sure it's going to be fun. Take oh, no way. To yeah, yeah, a dog park. Yeah. And you know, like play, you know, play catch with them or just something. Just him, like that. jeez. Yeah. And then watch the ladies come. Oh my god, my like, son's true. so cute. Have my son be the dog in the dog part and like play fetch with. Him. Yes. What is <laughs> what is catch? You Dude. have a catch. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a catch, Dad. AKA fetch. The same thing. Hey, I'm Joe. Yeah, how you doing? This is my kid, and <laughs> I'm here. Who's that boy? <laughs> yeah, right. Scratching the top it. of my son's head. He's like, Dad, what are yeah. you doing? Seriously. Go get it. Go get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I do need a dog, though. Man, yeah. Uh, there is a it's, dog park close to my house. You have a dog and a kid at the same time? Dude, that's... Holy moly. I yeah. feel like I'm trying to respect my landlord's wishes too much, and uh, then I look across the way, and I see my neighbor, who also has the same landlord, and he has a pit bull with one of the largest heads I've ever seen. A damn hellhound. Really nice dog, though, until, until a small child comes off. around, probably. Yeah. And then uh, the neighbor who I share a wall with, she has two cats. Gross. And so I'm like, well, not gross. I mean, cats are cute. You know. <laughs> I got two cats, but gross. you'd like, you'd like, love my two cats. I like kitty cats. I don't think yeah. so. No, I don't think so. But they again, get, I, get uh, this devil spawn away from me. And yeah, it's definitely know. not like you know, landlords are not coming to your house every day, knocking on the door to see if you have a pet, right? Like that's just not how things operate. So maybe just one day Joe gets an animal in the house, and you know, I have a dog all of a sudden. I don't know, man. Dogs are so much work. Do you have a? Do- you don't have a dog. No, I don't. My son has a dog that's not allowed to come over my house. And Jordan, you have uh, cats, and isn't it just nice being able to leave your house for twelve hours and not having to worry about them? Yes, but but they act a little more like dogs because they're Siamese, and their names are Pikachu and Eevee, so they are just uh, after Salt Pokemon. Names. So they are Salt just names. so cute. Uh, I am big on uh, human names for pets. That is that is like Paul. one of. That, yeah. <laughs> that is like one of the main reasons why I want to get a pet is so I can find the perfect human name for them. Just hey, it's that Brett. Just, What's yeah, up, right? Brett the dog? Come here, Chad. Come here, Chad. Yeah. No, I mean I, I I had a dog. Keith, get over here. Call him Richard. I was like eleven until uh, I don't know. We had to put him down when I was like twenty three. You know, something oh, like that. And since sol- then, solid life. Since then, haven't had what's that? Solid life. Yeah, and so since then, you know, haven't really had much of a need for for pets and cats are so ornery and it's like they just i feel like if they talked they'd be like hello oh hello jordan oh yeah they'd be very pretentious yeah um but that would just be to people that they don't know and aren't with all the time i mean like your cat would love you and always want to hang out but as soon as as someone else comes in that house 
it's like, oh no, all bets are off. Get the hell out. I don't trust cats one bit. I, I honestly, I don't blame you, but again, once you build that relationship with a feline friend, then it's it, Have you seen it will cats. Cha- it will change your mentality. Have you seen how cats move? Have yes. you seen what they can do? Oh yeah, like, that's what. Have yes. you, like I do not know. They got I'm those so twisty sorry. spines. I'm oh, so yeah. sorry. I am so cool on cats. Isn't it kind of cool though that the fact that we have somewhat of a wild animal domesticated like that? No, that's what scares me the most. Oh, it's I great. It. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, it's just thing with cats too. Is my cat growing up was an outdoor cat, R.I.P. Cabo, one of the best uh, cats in the world. And when he needed to go, he just stood by the back door. We opened up the sliding door, and there he went, and he'd come back, do his thing, and he would come in, sleep inside. Like, indoor-outdoor cats are just fantastic because they know where they need to do their business, and they know where they can sleep outside and inside. They got their spots. It was fantastic. I'm a little too scared to let cats out with all them coyotes running around here. Yeah, and now he could hold his own. My cat, Cabo, he uh, he was a blue chip. For sure, like he—he he was, was a five-star blue chip cat <laughs> prospect. A hundred percent. That dude was stacked. R.I.P. Gosh. No, no. I had a friend. My buddy's cat got eaten by raccoons. Oh. And I was like, yeah, there so you, you shouldn't let him go outside. Raccoons. You can't not here, man. Raccoons. Raccoons, bro. And what I was thinking of those. There are garbage cans all over the place. Like for them we found to... it. Like we found it. It oh, was. It wasn't no. cool. That's sad. It wasn't cool. Oh, and he was no. really sad. You know, no, like if yeah. I if my cats passed away, I would have to take a day or two off. Like I have, it's you can make fun of me out there on the text line, but like I have that close of a relationship with my kitties. I love them. All right. Well, it was a great Sunday, and I just also have to add this detail that I didn't notice about that team losing on the dropped third strike. Is the second baseman who is frantically running in to say like, "Hey, grab the ball." The catcher, Dumbass. the catcher took the baseball and pocketed it. So it wasn't like on the field for them to grab to make the play after he thought he won the championship. The catcher took the baseball and put it in his pocket to stash it away for, you know, memorabilia. Well, boy, he's got a souvenir for the rest of his life. That's doesn't want that anymore. (laughs) Have all the teammates sign that one. We lost Uh, the state championship game, and all I have is this baseball that caused it. Wow. Dear God, man. I hope this. That's terrible. I but really yes, that would stick with me a lot more than everybody thinking that the Blazers were going to the finals, but we have another game. <laughs> Learn from your failure, son. <laughs> oh God. All right, for Jordan Schultz, Rashad Taylor, thank you for all our Memorial Day listeners out there, our second Saturday listeners out there. Enjoy the rest of the day and enjoy hopefully sleeping in and the extra day we get on this weekend. So catch y'all next week. Have a good one. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 